Hey, creepy crawlers. I'm Katie. I'm Nate. And this is Case of the Creeps. Now listen to me. Now listen. I am so sick and tired of this reverse pedophilia. <laughs> okay. These kids just think they can come up onto people's doors and up to their car windows and try and seduce them. <laughs> With <laughs> They don't even offer anything. They don't offer. There's no... They're there under the guise... Their parents are going to be there any minute. And their hypnotic, black, sensuous eyes. (laughs) Just, you know. If a, and I'm not condoning pedophilia in any way, shape, or form. But if these children think that they can just seduce adults. I don't know what their end game is. I don't think anybody knows what their end game is. But it sure isn't hitching a ride to fucking Oklahoma. Nobody goes to Oklahoma. I'm tired of these sexy kids. Let <laughs> 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 make it clear, there's no such thing as a sexy kid. Unless <laughs> unless it was <laughs> Brad Pitt and Ryan Reynolds' illegitimate love child. That's it. <laughs> like, damn, that's a hot baby. <laughs> to another episode of Case of the Creeps. <laughs> I'm uh, Katie. And I do not condone pedophilia. <laughs> Nor do I condone reverse pedophilia. Reverse pedophilia. I think I just came up with something. I think you did. I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> I, think that's a, I think that's now a thing. Oh my Ooh. god. Oh. oh. My face hurts already. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh man. Uh, well, um, I don't know about you, but I'm still running off of a high from Saturday's uh, live event, which was a huge success. So thanks to everybody who stopped in and hung out with us for a bit. Ugh. It was a lot of fun, and you guys got to get a little bonus of chili crawlers, um, where our Patreon Gary sent us a chili and beans MRE, and it came with... Um, Vegetable crackers. Um, dry. Very dry. Dry vegetable crackers. <laughs> uh, cornbread. Corn- the cornbread was good. Cornbread was Until really I inhaled good. a piece and it hit me in the lung. It <laughs> became one with <laughs> you. It's like, now I have a piece of cornbread <laughs> lodged into my chest and I could feel it while I was playing football today. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really? <coughs> See, there it is there right it there. Is. It's a cornbread. <laughs> Holy shit. And then we had the, oh, the government cheese. Yeah. Can't forget the salty government cheese. It was very salty. It, was very it wasn't salty. that bad. It was no, it was really good after Gary told us to squeeze the cheese inside <sighs> the chili uh, pack, which God. had a delectable chemical smell oh, to it. Oh, my God. Reverse pedophilia. <laughs> the <This> should be- <laughs> That was so good. Yeah. 
Um, so thanks to everybody who did stop in. We did get a request to do like a mini Halloween live for you guys. So we're going to try and squeeze that in. But I've got parent duty doing the trick-or-treating thing. So we'll see what we can do. We'll see what we can do for you guys. Um, so thank you guys again for that. Uh, you also, if you were in the live, you got to hear the announcement that we officially have a website in the works for you guys. It's live right now, but not done right now. So you can kind of go and see what the feel of it's going to be. But it's all in Latin right now, too. (laughs) (laughs) And apparently I'm a a middle-aged Asian man. Yes, apparently (laughs) I am, too. (laughs) middle-aged Asian man as well. (laughs) (laughs) We're Asian twins. Nice. The look is good. It's there. (laughs) I already have Asian eyes, so. (laughs) Especially when you laugh, they just disappear. (laughs) I'm starting to wonder about my real death. <laughs> <laughs> so we have that for you guys, too. Um, Patreon's starting to take off in a big way. So if you guys are interested in becoming a mm. Patreon, you can uh, join us at patreon.com forward slash case of the creeps. Uh, before we go any further, Uh-oh. we just watched the season finale of House of Dragon. If you guys have not watched that show... And you are into Game of Thrones, go do yourself a fucking favor and go binge that entire series right now and be just as upset as I am that we have to wait a whole nother fucking year. (laughs) It was fucking really good. Uh, Not as, like, seriously action-packed as, like, Game of Thrones started out, but it's a fucking... It's more political. It's a fucking great slow burn into the next season, and they did a fucking fantastic job the season finale fuck, was all the actors were fucking balling on point on, yeah it was, i think we can agree damon was our favorite character ab, as as of right now yes he is as fucking, of right now for yeah, sure yeah that's my guy um but it's it's so good it's so good it's actually aggravating that like the wait so fucking it's long fucking disgrace i man. demand Instant gratification oh. at all times mm-hmm. because I am a disgusting American. Now we man. must be subjected to love is blind until further notice. Oh, I will laugh at those fucking morons <laughs> all goddamn day and I won't even hurt my heart. Oh a my god, bit. the new season is hilarious. I don't think we really have other, I've, either than just a couple things that we've talked about as far as business goes. This is going to be more of a just kind of a fun episode for you guys because we're still running off of that high from the live. So. This is one that was very highly requested by Papa Bear. Yes. Um, and it is also 10.30 at night that we're recording this, so we're way out of our, our uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, wheelhouse. Yeah, way out of our wheelhouse right now. We have nothing to pop. I'm drinking water. I'm drinking a really intense coffee, and <sighs> I, we don't have very much research per se. This is going to be more of like claims and stuff. The, yeah, it's the way it works is there's a, a lore behind it. But the lore turned more into stories after the lore. There was, like, one encounter that it started, and then it turned into <coughs> more and more stories accumulating. And it there's a lot of creepy pastas. I found, like, a first-hand accounts, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm going to be reading after we go over a little bit of the history of quote-unquote history of it, the lore behind it. It's still fucking creepy. Right oh, now. it's insane. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. So, um... Indigestion there. Do we want to snap into... I feel... What do I do with my hands? This is so weird. Um... I'll crinkle my bottle. I'll slurp my coffee. Ready? We'll, we'll just cheers. Cheers. 
Wait, you did the slurp this time. <laughs> Reverse <Coffee>. rolls. <laughs> Reverse rolls. Okay, so we are going to be talking about about blout about blout. Wow, I don't know what happened. The coffee went straight to my brain. <laughs> We're gonna oh, be <laughs> mainline that shit. <laughs> oh, so good. Caffeine addiction. We are going to be talking about the black-eyed children and the creepy fucks that they are. So I have a lot. I have a couple Reddit stories, too, um, a and just a little bit of history. So I think this is going to be more of a, a reading Reddit stories, which I'm actually really excited for. <laughs> it's a lot less, like, research and crap on me. But so what I have found is that black-eyed children are often young. Uh, with eyes that are solid black, with no differentiation between the sclera, pupil, or iris, and are occasionally reported to have blue or bluish tinted skin like that of a corpse. Those who report encounters with them often feel that the children were somehow supernatural and, and extremely dangerous, though they could not explain why. Often they can be seen playing games and singing the nursery songs, Old Man, long legs or he jumped into a bramble bush <laughs> how, how does that how does one sing such song i don't even know it i don't either <laughs> is this worth a google right now are you gonna go? i'm gonna google it. okay good it's called uh he jumped into a bramble bush he jumped into a bramble bush. yeah that's called there was a man in our town okay so correction it's called there was a man in our town it's an old, it's an English children's song. There was a man in our town by Mother Goose. <clears throat> oh, it's a Mother Goose. Okay. There was a man in our town, and he was wondrous wise. He jumped into a bramble bush and scratched out both his eyes. <gasps> and when he saw his eyes were out, with all his might and main, he jumped into another bush and scratched them out again. <laughs> it's pretty brutal. <laughs> Say so fucking what now? <laughs> you fucking what now? Oh my god. That's fucking weird. Okay, so uh, creepy to the max here. Jesus. They, they are usually seen near abandoned or deserted areas. Sometimes the reports talk of them appearing at one's doorsteps, usually alone or in a pair. They appear to be unusually confident yet shy children who avoid gaze and look down, hiding their eyes, but speaking with an eloquency far beyond their apparent age. Often using the mannerisms and speech patterns of an adult, they occasionally even possess the voice of an adult, too. Hey! Uh, uh, hey, big man! Hey, would you mind letting us in for a bit? <laughs> Our parents are right around the corner, and we're, it's awfully cold out here. You wouldn't want my, my little kid nipples to get hard, would you? <laughs> like, old women or the old people answer doors like, You get the fuck out of here! <laughs> You're not... Nah. Like, you're not my real mom. <laughs> You're not going to catch me with that pedophilia. <laughs> what was homie's name from fucking to catch a predator? Uh, uh, I can't remember. Oh, Jesus Christ. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> to catch a predator. <laughs> He's like, where the fucking camera's at? <laughs> oh, dude, what if we... What if they could use... What if they used... Uh, Chris Hansen. Maybe. Oh! What if they used black-eyed children to catch pedophiles? <laughs> Bro. So, like, it's like they're already, like, convicted pedophiles or sex offenders. It's just kind of like black-eyed children knocking on their door, like... <laughs> you imagine the guys, like, the pedophiles looking around? The fuck is this? 
No, 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 you're not gonna catch me this time, Chris. No, 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 no. I, I have no computer. I am on the registry. And they're like, hey, we're not here for Chris. <laughs> they're like, hmm. Like <laughs> his pedophile lips. What's going on with your eyes? They will usually attempt to talk the victim into allowing them entry into their home to use a telephone or to be safe from some unspecified danger. Occasionally, when seen outside the home, they will immediately stop their play and stare at you or, if possible, approach you, asking for a place to stay or trying to talk you into giving them a ride home. No. Do you have any candy by chance? <laughs> Often. <laughs> People begin to agree to their requests against their better judgment, even though the request will seem vaguely unsettling, without realizing why it is. Should you discover that their eyes are completely black, the children become very angry and insistent on you complying with their demands. Some people who... They're, they are very, very, very insistent in... They're cutthroat, In the almost. stories, it, they're very insistent on coming in, and almost to the point of forcing their way in, but it's sort of like a like a vampire feel to it where they have to be invited in mm. and it goes without saying like they're aged between 6 and 16 <gasps> like in Buffy the Vampire Slayer Jesus Christ <laughs> <is> that <laughs> no <laughs> no for the love of God no like Dracula real vampire. I'm gonna get you a Buffy poster <laughs> I can't. I can't. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. no. <laughs> they're, they're... They're supposed to be aged between 6 and 16. Okay. Like you said, very pale black eyes. Yes. And it's, it's when that somebody mentions their eyes... Is when they start getting a little fucking antsy and a little upset and irate about it. And then that's when they become more and more insistent on being let into the vehicle okay. or the house or wherever they may be. So at it's the kind time. of like a, you know, at first it's shy, like, please, I just need to call my mom or someone. And they're like, what's wrong with your eyes? No, you need to let me call my mom right now. Yeah, exactly. And it, it <clears throat> it's described like the weird feeling that people get. It's more like a, that's why they're described as more of like a, a demonic entity. Okay. And not, or, or paranormal of sorts. Almost like a loose demon. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. And like they're trying to maybe get inside to be able to influence their ways or maybe find a body to overtake or maybe possess a house. I was going to say possess it's, a house. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's along those lines of like uh, well, demons he, and shit. Well, people are most vulnerable inside their homes with their possessions and stuff and mm -hmm. such. So it's much easier to say possess those things. Or people at their most innocent state, just like you would believe a child mm -hmm. at their most innocent state. And what's weird is, like, they're not, like, like your normal paranormal activity where they're, like, dressed like fucking <laughs> Victorian children. Like, yeah. where the boys wore dresses and twos. Like, what the fuck are you wearing? <laughs> what the fuck? I just got this collar, man. Just felt like <laughs> my, frills. my tunic. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck off my porch. Okay. Um, some, <laughs> that might be the title. Get the fuck off the porch. <laughs> the fuck off my porch. 
Uh, some people who have encountered black-eyed children feel that the children may have been using some sort of low-level mind control to get them to comply as well. Experiences involving the black-eyed kids generally do not explain the cause of the children's eye color or the origins of the children themselves, sometimes thought to be the spirits of lost or murdered children. Oh, that's a thought. Mm -hmm. I didn't think of that. The black-eyed kids are, are thought to be harbingers, harbingers of ill and... Harbinger. Harbingers. Wow, I was way off. <laughs> are thought to be... What does that mean, harbingers? Like, like messengers like, yes, of ill? Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, messengers of ill will and personal doom. The encounters frequently emphasize that the children must be voluntarily admitted or invited into the house vampires. or car in Real question. Real vampires. And in this way are reminiscent of some vampire legends. Like Buffy. <laughs> she wasn't a vampire either. She wasn't even a vampire. She was a vampire slayer. She got bit enough to be she one man. She was more like Van Helsing. She was. I'll give her that. Mm -hmm. Or Van Helsing or was Blade. badass. Blade was badass mm -hmm. too. Keep giving Buffy the badass points. I love it. Yeah, but Blade would whoop Buffy's ass. Blade. I, don't, I don't know. What? Don't, have you seen her stunt double? Have you seen Blade? I have. Dude. He probably didn't. Wesley have a stunt Snipes double. is like legit. He like <laughs> legit knows like martial arts and shit. Like he's a bad Oh, I believe that. Dude. I believe that. However, it is unspecified what happens should you comply with their demands, as no reports of the black eyed kids have included that happening, possibly indicating the death of those that comply. That's the little bit of research I have. Okay, so I have some like of like the first encounter history. Okay, go ahead with the first encounters, I'll get to okay. my Reddits. Alright, so it's the story, they think it's around 70 years old. It's, it's become more popular within the last 70 years. And uh, tabloid cover, coverage indicates that there were reports of people witnessing these creatures in the 1980s and even as far back as 1950s. However, most sources state that the legend actually originated in 1996 in Abilene, Texas, when a reporter by the name of Brian Bethel described an encounter with two of these children. So this is like the first fucking recorded it's encounter like yeah. the first legit one. Yeah. So Bethel Bethel recounted his story via personal email to colleagues 2 years after the encounter occurred. He was driving to pay off an internet bill. <laughs> Shout oh out my. to the beginning days of the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Just shooting cancer into our fucking heads. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed that little uh, <laughs> reenactment of AOL. Windows, baby. <laughs> so, he was driving to pay off an internet bill when he decided to stop outside a movie theater to use a streetlight to write his check. All of a sudden, he gets a knock on his driver's side window. Nope. Yeah, fuck nope. that. When, when Bethel looked outside, he saw two boys wearing hoodies standing... Double nope. Hey, man, I got what you need. You no, no. I got that crank. I got that spank. I got that white girl. I got that molly. I got weed. I got fucking meth. I don't so, do drugs. On the way to work the other day. No. On the way to work, yeah. I was walking in this fucking... Granted, this is like fucking 5 a.m. <laughs> I'm walking down the road. In Florida, mind you. Yes. I'm walking down the road, and a guy comes riding by on a bike and he comes past my right side and he's coming up he goes out in the road and comes up to the sidewalk and he was like hey man good morning I was like oh no I was like hey I was like good morning 
He's like, he's like, I got that good Molly. I got that weed. He's like, I got the white girl. He's like, I got that boy. Whatever you need. I was like, thanks, man. I was like, it's fucking fine. I'm like drinking coffee. I was like, it is five o'clock in the fucking morning. It is too early for this, brother. I was like, oh my God. I was like I'm pre. So like, do I look? I was like, I was. Call me cat. I was like, do I look like I do all those things? <laughs> I was like, I like to think that I look like a pretty respectable person most no. of the time. You know what you look like? Motherfucker walking at 5 a.m. in the morning in Daytona. <laughs> I don't know you! That's not my purse! <laughs> so. <laughs> I should have fucking, like, oh, bitch! I like, fucking jumped at him. Fuck you! Twice! So, two hooded kids. <laughs> When Bethel looked outside, he saw two boys wearing hoodies standing next to his car and immediately felt a rush of fear the moment he looked at them. Mm-mm. Both of the boys had solid, black, lifeless eyes. One of them asked if Bethel could give them a ride to their mother's house so they could get money to go see a movie. <laughs> Motherfucker, you're... No. Bitch. So that movie theater must have been haunted. Like, bitch, you were outside the movie theater. You <laughs> dumb shitbag kids did fucking think you should maybe get the money from your parents before you go to the fucking theater you fucking little assholes i mean ghosts don't necessarily have brains <laughs> like, they have to if they're sentient enough to knock on the door and ask to not if they're doing mind control yeah well they're sentient enough they're sentient enough to get to do mind control on or the they're empty enough i like mine better <laughs> <laughs> uh uh damn it like my point of view <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting feisty back oh, with yeah, you. I can tell. <laughs> it's the coffee. He was like, so they get money to see a movie. It won't take long. We're just kids. He's okay, like, Patrick Star. He's like, what are you sounding like? You smoke six packs of cigarettes a day, son. <laughs> These words rattled Bethel, so he rolled up his window. He's like, just did this living. It's kind of like you do when, crank window. when homeless people come up to your window and you ask for money. Like you just look for it and pretend they're not. Don't make eye contact. Just don't look at another human being. Just roll up your window slowly in the guy's face because fuck him. I also do that to the Girl Scouts selling Girl Scouts. Yeah, movies. get out of here. Nobody wants your gross Samoas. <laughs> Thin mints are trash. Stop it. Those are my favorite ones. Trash. Samoas are good. Thin mints, trash. Shout out to my girl Michelle. Look me up this year. <laughs> Go to hell. Go to hell. Keep going. <laughs> These words rattled Bethel, so he rolled up his window and made <clears throat> made to drive and made to drive away. The boys got frustrated and shouted for him to let them in and that they could only come in if they told him it was okay. So it goes back to the whole they have to be invited. Yes. In. Bethel admitted that for days after the encounter, he found that he couldn't sleep very well and actually felt unsafe in even trying. I kept having these fantasies of them appearing at the foot of my bed or waiting outside my door for me when I went outside. I have never been so terrified. When asked what he thought the children were, Bethel called them a sort of predator. Believe <laughs> fucking pedophiles. <laughs> fucking it's reverse, fucking reverse pedophiles trying to touch old men. <laughs> <laughs> we need to put a stop to this. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, uh, <laughs> uh, believing that they wanted something from us, possibly our very souls. Demons. Not Buffy. 
at all. <laughs> okay, this only goes on for a little bit more, so I'll, I'll just finish this. So what exactly are black-eyed children? Paranormal experts can't seem to decide if they're supposed to be extraterrestrials, vampires, or demons taken on a form that resembles a child. They've been seen ranging in age 6 to 16, often found hitchhiking or knocking on front doors of residential homes, asking to be let in. David Le Weatherly, author of a book on sighting of the black-eyed children, has <coughs> found that there are quite a few similarities across the countries. For example, the five black-eyed beings from a uh, Ace Nine... Aysen? I Aysen? Ayan? Might be Ayan. I anyways, fucking stink, word. stinky France. <laughs> Beings from uh fuck it. France or the screaming boy location unknown. Each experience has elicited sensations of pure terror, with the children having incredible persuasiveness and possibly the ability to read emotions and minds. Mm -hmm. And that when a person started reacting negatively, the beings would either respond with threats or calming words. So it's one or the other. Yeah. You're either going to get... It's a legit the epitome of a Sour Patch Kid. You're yeah. either going to get all the sweet or all the sour. So in September of 2014, a British tabloid called The Daily Star ran three front-page articles stating that there had been a rise in sightings around the world. Ooh. And with the help of the internet and how many of these stories are nearly carbon copies of Bethel's, the legend of the black-eyed children started to fall more into the realm of creepypastas. Ooh. So many people dismiss these beings as the product of people on the internet sharing their stories, meant to terrifying and disturbing others along the, with horror mm -hmm. sensations. It's much like, like Slender Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's like... Because they are a carbon copy of each other, it seems that a lot of the stories... Coincide with each yeah, other. Yeah, so they're sticking to each other. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, here's a little tidbit. There are older stories of the Black Eyed Children from before the internet. Okay. So, uh, so far the oldest story shown is in the form of a carving. Oh. Around uh, 13,500 years old. Being a little... Uh, it is of a Urfa man found in... Gobliatek Tepe, I think this is Mexico. Okay. I believe. And it's depicted with obsidian eyes. Huh. So. Huh. And uh, viewers of the artifact have reported that it causes them to feel unsettled. Ooh. So, that is... So that's the baseline of black-eyed kids. Yeah, and most, most of the sources, if anybody wants to read it, it's called Can We Come In? It's the lore of the black-eyed children by Ryan Spargues. Oh, okay. So... Might have to look into that and see if we can get our hands yeah, on it. Yeah, and also Wikipedia. Yes. So. <clears throat> so, well, with that little bit of history set there for you guys to kind of set the scene as far as what these demon children are, I, we have a couple claims that we found throughout the lovely internet. So, my first, all of mine are from Reddit. Um, I love Reddit. That's what these, this is like a catalog of them put together okay, from cool. Reddit. So. so, okay. My first one was posted 10 years ago. So that's just, this was posted in 2012. And it's called Encounter with a Black-Eyed Kid. I recently read a story about the black-eyed kids. This story felt like a twisted tale of deja vu. I believe I've encountered a black-eyed kid. I've never mentioned this particular detail about the eyes to anyone for fear they would think I was fabricating the story or going crazy. The incident took place about 13 years ago. I had just moved to a new city with my wife. We were small town newlyweds from the Midwest. We moved cross country to one of the biggest cities in the Southwest so I could attend graduate school. Being naive and new to city living, I habitually answered the door without a second thought. 
never again after this. Rule number five of the survival handbook. Shoot through the door first. (laughs) You don't want kids trying to touch your peer. (coughs) You don't want these pedophile children (laughs) trying to molest you. The first thing that should have tipped me off to the peculiarity of the situation was the fact that someone was knocking at 6 a.m. in the morning. The second thing that should have dawned on me is this kid had to reach over a rather tall patio gate to unlatch and open it. The knock at the door was startling. My wife and I were getting ready for work, a pretty normal routine. The moment I opened the door, I was overtaken with an inexplicable sense of fear. To this day, I can picture him. Teenager, average height, average build, sorry, knee-length black leather coat, short black hair, and sunglasses. The sunglasses at 6 a.m. struck me as odd, and even more odd, he was eating an apple. (laughs) He was very polite and asked if he could come in and warm up. I said, no, closed the door, and slid the security chain into place. A moment later, another knock. I opened the now chain door, and before I could speak, he asked again if he could come in and warm up. No, I replied. And Hell attem- no, motherfucker. I replied and attempted to Where's close Chris the door. Where's Chris Hansen? Huh? Before the door could shut, he put his hand out, stopping the door on its hinges. He looked directly into my eyes, still wearing his sunglasses, and said, Can I at least get some ketchup for my apple? What? Fuck that, I replied, <laughs> albeit a little confused. Get the hell out of here. My wife is calling the police. Nah, I'm Spartan kicking this little motherfucker right in the chest. He takes a moment. I'm going to blow his chest out of his back. Is what I'm doing. <laughs> he takes a moment to let this information sink in, lower his glasses, revealing eyes black as obsidian, and says, no, you won't be calling anybody. At that moment, I force the door closed, lock it, and call out to my wife. She is scared shitless hiding in the bedroom. All jacked up on adrenaline, I rip the curtains back to look out the window next to the door. He's gone. Absolutely no trace of him. I go out on the patio and check the gate. It's still latched from the inside. That was fucked up, I think, to myself. (laughs) (laughs) And as I turn to enter the house, I notice a half-eaten apple lying on the ground. I'm done. Fuck that. I'm done. Oh my god. Absolutely fucking not. Well, that's my first story. Okay. <laughs> and I officially have the creeps. <laughs> okay. I have some more lengthy ones. Or... Of course you do. Well, I've, I've got like 16 of them. Oh, okay. So, this one is... These are all from Reddit as well. Okay. So, um, this one's called, <laughs> You Must Let Me In. Mm-mm. So I don't, I must not. So, I'm sorry. No. On March 17, 2008, I had my one and only encounter with a black-eyed kid. Before my experience, I had never heard of anything or heard of anything having to do with the black-eyed kids. I was 12. I was sitting outside of a hairdresser's in an old Chevy pickup, waiting for my mom to get her hair cut. About 15 minutes had passed, and I saw some kid walking back and forth along the sidewalk in front of my parked car. At first, I thought I recognized him as one of my friends from school. So I banged on the front windshield until he... No! Don't get his fucking attention. You don't know this piece of shit. Stranger danger, child. (laughs) (laughs) He was a child. At first, I thought I recognized him as one of my my friends from school. So I banged on the front windshield until he looked my way. Mm -mm. It was not anyone I knew. At this point, I was not scared at all. Not yet. The boy walked over the side of my car and just stares. No. I think I think to let <laughs> I think to let me get a good look at his eyes to freak me out. 
Let me tell you. If you have <laughs> never seen a black-eyed kid, you have no idea what to imagine. Oh, my God. Pupils black as the night sky. The boy whispers, you must let me in. No, I don't. <laughs> the fuck I do. I'm I'm kicking that door open. <laughs> the and ca- fuck I'm gonna I try do. to catch him. You ever catch your elbow on the corner of the door trying to close it? <gasps> oh yes. Yeah, I'm trying to catch him in the eye socket. <laughs> I'm gonna sh- lifeless eyes. I'm gonna shatter his orbital socket. <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> and then <laughs> uh, and then I locked the car doors and ducked down into the space below the seats. Five minutes later, he was gone. When my mother got into the car, she told me (laughs) a boy with black eyes had come to the hairdressers, had insisted for my mother to give him the keys to the car. She refused. Thank God she did. What? Wait, so that thing was able to go inside the barbershop? Apparently. Why? How? Maybe it wasn't like a home. A public place. It was a public place. Oh, fuck that. I'm never getting my hair cut. (laughs) Ever again. So while you're reading that story and you said I'm trying to catch him in the eye socket, I had a thought for myself, but I didn't want to interrupt you again. So here's my thought. What if you, you know, execute that plan oh so perfectly, but when you touch it or try to, you just right through him? What do you you do then? Just do you wear your brown pants? You you wear them all down the back of your legs. (laughs) That's what you do. You wear those brown all the way down the back of your leg. God. It'd be terrifying in itself. Ooh, no. All right, so here's my next story. It's called, I think I met the black-eyed kids. Cops just left. I'm freaking out. (laughs) Cops like, shut up, kid. This was written nine years ago. Okay, hey, so I am not a writer. I just love reading all these stories on here. They're all so creepy. I never thought I'd have to post something for help. Let me tell you a little bit about myself. I'm in my early 20s, I just moved into this apartment, and I tend to live a very private life. I don't even have a Facebook account, good for you. I work during the day at a grocery store. Okay, so I'm walking up from my flight of steps to get to my apartment, and I hear these kids laughing, and then I heard whispering. It was kind of late, so I thought this was weird, but I ignored it and walked into my apartment. I live on the third floor. I was getting ready to open my balcony door. It was really muggy in my apartment. I walked over to the door and pulled my blinds, and two kids are fucking staring back at me. I screamed and backed away, smashing my leg into the table. They were both in blue jeans, and the oldest, because he was taller, had on a green shirt with white stripes, and the younger had on a button-up light blue shirt. The oldest one touched the sliding glass door. Hey, miss, can you let us in? The younger one just kept looking around. I still just stared at them. I was finally able to say, how'd you get on my balcony? I walked to the uh, door. How'd you get up here? I walked to the door and noticed how excited the older one got. He moved closer to the entrance. Can you let us in? I wasn't thinking. I unlocked the door, and when I looked up, their eyes, you guys, their eyes were black. The entire eye. I quick locked the door and told them I had to call the police because my door was jammed and I couldn't unlock the door. So I called the police. The oldest boy pleaded with me the entire time to let them in. The police arrived about an hour ago. They came in and walked the balcony. When they opened my balcony door, there was nothing there. They looked down and saw two children. They were running in the parking lot away from the building. The police took a report and said they had to have had help getting up there and that they would question the neighbors. I'm freaking out. I'm crying. I don't know what to say. I don't want to stay here, but then again, I don't want to feel safe. I don't feel safe going outside my door. I'm scared. I put salt by my door and windows, <laughs> but I never 
so I've never seen black eyed bla- eyes black like that. Not even in the movies. I'm terrified. Do you guys think they'll come back? Help me, team no sleep. <laughs> okay, it's here. Somebody commented on that post and said, This is how everyone I know deals with Jehovah Witnesses when they're in the paper. <laughs> Maybe black eyed kids are just the demon version of Jehovah Witnesses. They're just Jehovah's. <laughs> I'll read some shorter ones, and then I, I'll read... We can read one long one, I guess? Okay, look, this is my next one. <laughs> yeah, we'll read a couple long ones. Okay. So. This one's... Okay. I love doing these. Can we do this more often? Yeah, doing absolutely. Reddit stories? This is fun. Okay, this one is... Okay, this one's not too long, so... Okay. This one is, I was having a visceral experience all over my body. No. Is Already, what, is just what a it big was fat called. nope. And this was... Once again, these are all from... Years ago. Years ago, Reddit experiences. Yeah. Let's see. I'd be lying if I told you I didn't know about black-eyed kids before this happened to me. Mm. Late summer last year, I definitely did. Now, in the moment, that idea never crossed my mind. But afterward, hell yes. <laughs> hell yeah, bro. And the fun... <laughs> yeah, I think about shit like this all the time, because, like, one thing that does fucking terrify me, and I've never experienced it, but I've talked, like, Joey and William have experienced it. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking sleep paralysis. No, thank you. And we I w- talked about this the other day. Yeah, I want to do an episode on sleep paralysis because it is fucking... It gives me goosebumps talking about Ugh. it. It is fucking absolutely terrifying. And, like, the experiences they've said they've had is fucking... Like, the smoke in the corner of the wall Yeah, no fucking in. thanks. And the the man in the hat was another one. Oh, the man in the hat scares the yeah, fuck so, out of me. So... <laughs> <laughs> Can we record that one during the daytime, please? Yes. <laughs> okay, good. So, I want plenty uh, of time to watch frou-frou shows before going to bed. <laughs> Let's see again. I am a pansy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but afterwards, hell yes. And the thought led to all the kinds of regret I realized, or I realized is stupid. But I am getting ahead of myself. Let me tell you about my neighbor. I live in a poor part of town, a bit ghetto, a bit of the bar- barrow. A bit of the lower economic class of a cross-section of races. It's L.A. The apartment complex spans a short block. It's dusty brown like the desert we live in. It's got two pools, lots of little Mexican... <laughs> and for the... <laughs> I don't know why that's funny to me. It is L.A. It is. It's great. It's got two pools, lots of little Mexican children, and for the most part, a pretty friendly population. I am a destitute writer trying to make it in Hollywood, so I spend my free time writing. <laughs> when the... Your credibility might be going out of the window, my friend, right now. Uh, well, I'm a writer. You're not going to make it big on Reddit, you fool. You don't know that. <laughs> you fuck. Stop it. Uh, shit on his dreams. It's what I do. I have shit on my own. Why not somebody else? I was working mostly in the mornings and afternoons. I would get home, hit the gym, and then settle in for an evening in front of the computer. It's pretty common for the evenings in the summer to be chaotic around our apartment complex. Kids playing in the pool, the ice cream man pushing his cart up and down the sidewalk. Pushing a cart? Get your ice cream here! (laughs) Get your ice cream! (laughs) Women talking outside the laundry room. Hey, I do my own laundry, but I'm pretty much the only guy I see here doing it. You know, nice low income, but pleasant. Like a mixed race 21st century version of a 50s sitcom. Okay, (laughs) alright. And people will knock on your door sometimes to borrow something. That's pretty good, actually. It's a very good painted picture. I cook, so neighbors pop by to find out the origins of the great aromas wafting from my kitchen window. Sometimes for a little help working on a broken down car, but mostly it's kids selling candy bars or Christmas wrapper paping. 
Christmas wrapping paper. Wrapping paper. Nailed it. Paping wrapper. <laughs> wrapping paper. <laughs> or or jittery tweakers selling magazine subscriptions. <laughs> or old Mexican men selling bootleg DVDs. He really paints a picture. He's a pretty good writer. <laughs> Lots of Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> because it's hot out, I leave my windows open. AC isn't cheap and I've got no money, remember? Hoping for the cross breeze, that, mean, that means though I can't see anyone from where I sit and work, I can hear them very clearly as they walk up to my door. When I hear someone knock, I answer it. Besides buying the occasional candy bar, I smile politely, decline, wish them a nice day, and send them off. No big deal. That evening, it was quiet, which is strange in, in and of itself. I should <laughs> should at least have been able to hear the distant sound of ranchero music. <laughs> Seeing a mariachi band now, just standing in an apartment Just all the time, just that going, it's like, Jesus <laughs> Christ! I'm trying to write. Kill me! Kill me now! <laughs> you know what? I'm going to let these black eyes kids I'm going to let them in. I'm going to let them in. <laughs> I got nothing to lose. <laughs> I heard a couple of people walk up to my door. I am not the first apartment in my courtyard, so usually I hear the sales pe- salespeople as they knock on my neighbor's doors and work their way around to me. Not this time. Whoever it was walked, walked right up to my door and knocked. <coughs> Continue. <coughs> I was waiting for that. I was too. I was absolutely waiting for that. Uh, and here we are now. And yeah. On. So, I got up to answer it. <laughs> You're just going to go right on by that. Did you just shush me? <laughs> no. <laughs> I got up to answer it, reaching for the door handle when a chill went through my body like I had never experienced. A cold tightness in my chest. I halted my hand movement towards the door handle and placed it flat on the door as if I was feeling for heat from a fire. Uh-huh. I have a people on my door, but it never crossed my mind to use it. I stood there with my hand flat on the door and listened. They always knock. use the peephole. Always shoot first. You're not wrong. Fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. <laughs> with my hand flat on the door and listened. They knocked again. I don't scare easy and I wasn't exactly afraid, but I was having a visceral experience all over my body. A base fear reaction. Just like I could hear them, uh, they had heard me move to the door. They knew I was inside. Mm-mm. Yes, I said. Who is it? A boy's voice answered. We need to use your phone. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I started, no. I started laughing. I stress laugh when I'm in pain or under pressure. They heard me laughing and neither of us moved for about a minute or two. A really, really long minute or two. Uh, uh-uh. uh-uh. <laughs> Finally, they... <laughs> this is all it takes. Like, just to be quiet. They like, <laughs> just don't say uh-uh. shit. Finally, they walked away. Not to any of the other... Of the eight doorways within 15 feet, not to anyone ask anyone else. Before they could have gone more than a dozen yards, curiosity reasserted itself, and I yanked open, yanked the door open, running after them to see who it was and where they were headed. The courtyard of my complex was completely empty. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Afterwards, I thought the experience fit the stories about black-eyed kids, and I kicked myself for not opening the door, coming face to face with black-eyed kids. How cool would that have been? Bruh. That's not cool at all. You don't value your life at all. But then I remember that feeling. My skin crawling and the certain knowledge in me that... uh, And the certain knowledge in me at that moment, there was no way in hell I was opening that door (coughs) at the time. No. Mm Mm-mm. See, common sense is is a good grasp to have there. Ooh. Just the thought of, like, 
the sensation of impending doom when you're walking up to your door is enough for me to go, nope, that's that's not the sauce for me. Like, I'm not about have, that. My, my grandparents' house <clears throat> in Virginia is, the neighborhood is very old. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I don't think their house is too, too old, but it's old enough to move and settle. Mm-mm. And that shit fucking scares the piss out of it, me. I used to fucking get like, I had always had a feeling walking up the stairs no. to go to bed at night, no. and I had like walked past. I I could picture the fucking hallway because my grandma had the goddamn porcelain dolls in the fucking room straight ahead on the dresser, no. and they like looked out. And their fucking glossy, unblinking, terrifying eyes no. just looking out no. the doorway. And it was fucking... Eventually, I had to sleep in up there. So no. I, yeah. I, no. Yeah. No. So, and like, my uncle's room and my dad's room, they were all the fucking same way from the time they left. Nothing ever changed from those rooms. Mm-mm. And it was fucking terrifying. Mm-mm. And... I had I slept in the room. Yeah, it's fucking creepy. Ugh. And every time I went to go walk up the stairs, it felt like something was fucking up there. And it was the same way with their basement. And it was I I imagine it being that same feeling. It was like that fucking like I can't crack my spine enough. Oh uh, no, like, no, no, no no no! Like just I can't sit still. Like just the thought of that. Yes. It's it, like uh, no, uh, no, thank it's making you. Me queasy. Uh, no. But yes, I I picture I imagine it being that fucking feeling where I can't. Sp- crack my spine enough Mm. to get that chill out of it so as you know we're and we'll talk about this more in like upcoming episodes here soon but um we're going to savannah for thanksgiving this year Mm -hmm. well we went to savannah three years ago for thanksgiving and it was the first time that like i had gone out of state and stuff like that it was really really exciting and i remember so clearly we were walking by uh the cemetery that's like smack dab in the middle of downtown not bonaventure it's just a you know like a block long cemetery that's just plotted right there mm. and it was our fucking second night there it was thanksgiving night and there wasn't a soul to be fucking seen because nothing was fucking open but we were just gotten into town so we were prowling around just kind of checking out the town plus we also found it was open container so we were like fuck yeah let's Fuck and yeah. drink so we're let's get walking drunk with a ghost <laughs> We were walking and we walked by the cemetery and at first I'm like, oh my god, how cool, it's a fucking cemetery just right here, like, wow! So we're walking by and I take a sip of my drink and as I take a sip of my drink, I feel this cold rush of fucking air just Ugh. right next to me. And I'm like <laughs> right next to the, the, the guardrails that are fencing in this cemetery and all I can remember was feeling that gust of air and out of the corner of my eye seeing just like a dark shadow peek behind a tree and i was like no i'm drunk i'm totally it's i'm drunk like no it's it's fine i'm okay nothing there's nothing to think about i'm shit canned um to this day i still not have told zach that story (laughs) because like i don't want him to think of me as like a creep like he makes fun of me for the ghost things that i think we have happen here but i swear to god i see stuff in the hallway uh do you for real? Yeah, I swear to God. Earlier, I swear. Well, to I swear earlier. God. I thought I saw something go from Silas's room to your room. I didn't say anything because I was like, "Well, maybe," but it looked like something just like. So, how many occurrences is that now? I think we may have just accom- like settled that the apartment that we live in is is haunted because remember the other night when we were recording, I clearly saw a dark shadow go across that light, mm-hmm. and I even said something of like something just moved in Silas's room. Mm-hmm. 
And then there's also been times like with the light and we were like, oh, it's just a light bulb. It's just a light bulb. That light would blink on fucking command. I don't care. I do not care. And it was the same time every night for like a fucking week. It would never do it until it was around 930 at night. And then it would start fucking wire. It was around the same time. It was. So I hope there's nothing like getting offended by us as we're talking about this. Please. No. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Malevolent spirits. Please. (laughs) But moving on to uh, black eyed kids again. Um, I have a story now. It's the black eyed kids came dot dot dot. (laughs) pedophiles reverse pedophiles before you read this i have to tell you how i feel about these stories i haven't believed in the paranormal since high school i'd never heard of black eyed kids until reddit these stories were just always entertainment for me and i took them as fiction even though they are still quote true i found myself struck on the beat i'm sorry everyone refers to it as the beks the black eyed kids stories Because they seemed the most unusual to me, and I enjoyed a fresh change of pace over the regular ghost story. I feel very guilty for what I'm about to tell you all, because I fear that reading these stories is why it happened to me. I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. It's only my knowledge... I sleep by that fucking window. Bruh. Got that window right by my head. No. No. But I got Atlas, boy. Um, I got the doggies. I've got a bearded dragon guarding my window. He'll let me know if something's there. He would. Uh, I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. It's only my knowledge from reading Black Eyed Kids stories on Reddit that I feel saved my life last night. There is no history of mental illness in my family, and I have never been drunk or taken a mind-altering substance. The strongest I've ever had is ibuprofen. I feel that many of you will discount my story if I don't make you aware of this. Also, I want to add that I will not be answering your questions or even rereading what I am writing now. This is a throwaway account, and I must use it to warn you of the Black Eyed Kids... And I will never speak of this again, although I fear I may be driven to madness through the paranoia, even as I write this story at my brother's house with the lights on while he plays Call of Duty. I'm terrified. Okay. Last night. Last night was like any other night. I was switching between listening to music and watching YouTube videos with one headphone in so I could hear my infant daughter if she cries. That way my wife can get a full night's sleep. She works at 4 a.m. at the hospital every day. When I decide to go lay down in the spare bed in the baby's room, just as I dozed off, I heard a thumping coming from the front porch. Startled at first, I opened my eyes wide and scanned the room. Realizing it was most likely my cat scratching himself on the front porch, I dozed back off. Then again, the thumping. Damn cat. I go out of bed to run him off the porch, only to see he wasn't there anymore. Now that I was up again, I wasn't the least bit tired. I figured I'll just go get some tea and check Facebook while I'm up, Maybe finish the web series I was watching on YouTube. A few minutes into the video, I felt the sudden urge to look up... To look up at the kitchen window, and there they were. The tops of two short, statured people heads cresting the stairs just above my window frame. That'll make you throw up in your mouth a little mm-hmm. bit. The fact that we're staring, <laughs> like we're sitting next to this fucking window, could you imagine? No, I'm not going to sleep tonight. I'm the dogs out. <laughs> Get them. The people were just short enough to not see in the window, but I could see out. I heard no footsteps on my porch as my stomach turned, but the knock. The knock was a steady, hollow thump. The very same thump I had just blamed on my cat. Deciding it was best not to answer, I shut my laptop and crept by the door back to the baby's room. I assumed it was some some of the people from the low-income housing across the road from me that were high or hiding from the cops or maybe looking for my cousin who stays with me often and has many friends over there. 
The last thing I needed was to try and explain that two stoners that I was to two stoners that I was trying to sleep even though it was 2 a.m. It wasn't until I got to my daughter's room that the creepiness set in. The thump had moved from the kitchen to the bedroom windows, both windows, a room apart, thumping in perfect time. These stoners were going to wake up my daughter if I didn't run them off. Pissed off, I went to the kitchen, unlocked and opened the door, ready, whew, ready to run around to the side of the house and kick some little idiot's ass. It happened then, standing there looking up at me were two 10 or 11 year old boys. The feeling of dread and the smell of mold almost made me vomit. The smaller of the two of them smoke, uh, spoke. May we use your telegraph? Huh? I just stared blankly at these boys, horrified of what I, of what I then realized. Their eyes were pitch black. He asked again to use my telegraph. There wasn't a sound to be heard. No, this is when you know like shit's really fucked up. There wasn't a sound to be heard. No crickets chirping, no dogs barking, no cars driving by, nothing. Mm. Mm. I, mm. I'm getting like chills <laughs> up my back. I tried to play it cool and ignore the fact that he didn't say telephone or phone or cell. Anything that would have made any sense to the situation and calmly I replied, I don't have any service at my house, sorry. The expressions on their faces turned to liar. <laughs> You're a liar. The expressions on their faces turned to rage as I finished my sentence. Swiftly, I shut the door and locked it as quickly as I could. Then stumbled back to protect my daughter. I picked her. Oh, I'm not gonna sleep tonight. Right through there. Ah, Papa Bear, what are you doing to me? I'm gonna print out some. I swear to God, you better <laughs> fucking not. I picked her up from her crib and held her close. The fact that she didn't wake up freaked me out the most, but I managed to gather my senses enough to make sure she was still breathing and warm. Everything seemed okay with her. The thumping on the windows was back. I dropped to the floor as close to the wall as I could and held my little girl in my arms and wept like a child. I felt helpless and afraid. I lied there for what felt like hours and hours, crying and shaking until I heard it, my, my wife's alarm clock. The thumping stopped the instant the alarm went off, and I crept into the master bedroom with the baby. What's wrong with you, my wife asked. I just had a bad dream, is uh, all I could mutter out. Okay, well, give me the baby so I can feed her before work. I handed the, my wife the baby, and she fed her like any normal day. I turned on every light in the house and made coffee for her. For some reason, just having her awake calmed my nerves enough to pretend like nothing happened. I walked her out to the car nervously with the baby in my arms. I asked her not to leave until I walked back in the house. She was put off by the request, but did so to humor me. Once I was safely in the house, I locked the door again, and in the house, I sat horrified until she got home. I insisted we go to the next town over and stay the weekend at my brother's house, and here I sit, horrified while she sleeps in the guest room with my daughter. Wondering why they stopped when, they, when the alarm went off, I think I know the answer. I was aware of the black-eyed kids. She wasn't. Every story I've read about them is from someone who already knew about them. <laughs> maybe, just maybe, knowledge of them existing is the only reason they visit. I'm done with this episode. I'm done. I'm done. I got one more. I have one more, too. I told you. God damn it. hurt. I have technically two more. This one's a... Uh, it's not too, too long, but... Uh, this one is called... I can't breathe. <laughs> I'm closing all the windows. I'm blocking all of the doors. I like, told you this was a good subject. Oh, man. I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and it's fucking, see, I, they all, 
kind of coincide with one another of how they act and and they're always in twos. Mhm. There's always I'm going to get sick. There's always like, there's always two kids trying to come no. in and molest you. No. And trying to do some reverse pedophilia and You won't daddy fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> I was not This one, this one. <laughs> you won't do it for me. <laughs> this My one. Are too small. <laughs> okay, go on. This one's called uh, Midnight Caller. No. Yes. Midnight Caller. Caller. Yes. No. Mm. <coughs> <coughs> <laughs> this is by far my favorite episode. <laughs> it almost felt like a dream. I woke up to my dog Lucy barking. She was upright on the bed where my husband and I were sleeping with our twenty, our twenty-two month old dog. I, you know, I. So almost two years old. So. Year and a half. We we were talking about this the other day at work about people using months. For age. <laughs> and age. And we're looking it up and it's like, <laughs> I'm going to start doing it. Oh, God. Like, how old are you? I am 804 months old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the right old age of 804 months. Oh, my God. Uh, my husband and I were sleeping with our 22-month-old daughter, staring at our door like an unknown stranger was out there. All right, let me start it almost felt like a dream. I woke up to my dog, Lucy, barking. She was upright on the bed where my husband and I were sleeping with our 22-month-old daughter, staring out her door like an unknown stranger was out there rummaging around. <laughs> I thought that she was just freaking out over a house noise. We'd only had her for three months, and she was still a puppy. Mm-mm. It could have been anything. Our roommate, a creak from the house settling, and uh, the awnings moving outside in the breeze. I wasn't too concerned initially. I decided the best bet would be to open the door and show her nothing was there. No. It sounds a bit silly, but it's what we do with our daughter when she gets scared. And I figured it should work with a puppy, too. I opened the door and she raced to the front door. She stood there, snarling at the door. It was an angry, violent growl, one I had never heard her make before. Mm. I looked groggily at her and opened the baby gate, blocking the doorway. Planning to open the door and show her Everything was okay. Or show her everything was okay. The second my hand reached for the deadbolt, Lucy went wild. She started barking and jumped toward me. And when I touched the metal, she suddenly tra- changed her temper. She whimpered, almost like she was afraid and backing down. As her mannerisms changed, so did mine. I wasn't calm anymore. My heart was racing and sinking at the same time. I had been flooded with a mixture of fear and dread. Mm-mm. I looked through the people. I can't explain why I looked, but I did. Outside were two kids. Mm-mm. 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 <laughs> One of them was looking at me sensually. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> the other one licking his lips. Stop it. <laughs> one, one was just a smidgen shorter than me and didn't look much younger. I'm 21 and she looked to be 16 or 17. She was slender and pale. Her hair was a light shade of honey blonde and she wore it long, about mid-back, with long, thin, blunt bangs in the front that covered most of her eyes. 
She wore jeans, a, a light wash that's popular right now, and a thin-looking olive-colored pullover-style hoodie. Why is it always green? I don't know. It's weird, right? It's always green. Mm-hmm. She held the hand of a small girl who looked to be around three or four in the same style no. of jeans and a button-down ivory cardigan. Why the fuck? Why the fuck are they dressed so fucking nicely? And it's late. Why the fuck? Okay. Hey, we just got back from this rave and we're kind of lost. Can we use your phone? Fucking Christ. <laughs> I'm really fucking blasted on uh, ecstasy right now. Jesus. Oh. The smaller one looked at the floor shyly, but had the same shade of hair tied back in a ponytail. She held a scruff toy under her free arm. No. And it was identical to one to one my daughter has. Fuck no. As was their style of dress. Had it had it not been for the feeling of over, overwhelming dread and fear, I probably would have asked these children in and given them some tea or hot cocoa to no. get them out of the bitter cold. Fuck that. <laughs> Something about them seemed off. You think? <clears throat> you don't say. At this point, I hadn't made any noise. I hadn't shushed the dog or grumbled nothing. I hadn't turned on any lights. These kids had no indicators I was at the door. The older one spoke. She had a voice that was mature, confident, strong, and accentless. She held her she held her head tilted downward, and I couldn't see her eyes. She said, we have to use your phone. I no. stood frozen in fear. How did she know I was there? She raised her head to face me directly. No. And that was when I saw her eyes. Mm. There was a reason I couldn't see them through her bangs before. They were black, mm. or midnight blue, or a dark, dark purple. Mm-mm. They were otherworldly. She said, our mother is worried. Yeah. <laughs> As someone who has always been interested in creepy stories, I knew what she was the second she looked at me through the door. I have ne- Ooh, give me goosebumps. Uh, I can't, I'm holding my breath. I have never been one to believe in these things as a staunch atheist and skeptic. When it came, when it comes to as a staunch atheist and skeptic, when it comes to the paranormal, I had written off many a ghost story from friends and family members eager to tell their tale. Mm. I didn't believe it. Still, I couldn't rationalize my way out of this. I was standing with nothing but a thin wooden door between me and a black-eyed kid. Mm. There was no questioning what was right in front of me. I did not answer. Slowly and silently, I backed away from the door. Lucy still cowering at my ankles. She kept talking. Just let us in to use your phone. No. I took another step back. And with that step, the tone changed. At first, she seemed polite. Uh, when I took the second step back, she became commanding, almost hostile. We're not going to hurt you. If we wanted to do that, we would have broken in. I'll ask again. May we come in to use your phone? The f- I'll kick you in your non-existent teeth, I'm you little fucking, fucking demon child. I'm unloading the whole magazine. <sighs> I've got goosebumps. <laughs> reloading and unloading the whole second magazine. <sighs> I'm going to, until it makes that click, 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 click sound. I think and it's, it's the, the assertiveness afterwards that just makes it like that crescendo of just fucking no. And this was one of the ones that where they were like, well, if we wanted to come in, we would have fucking came in. If we wanted to come in mm. and reverse pedophile rape you, we would have came in and reverse pedophile rape you. <laughs> it was too perfect. If I wanted to come in there and tickle your feet while I was while you were sleeping and suckle upon your ankles, I would have. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> 
Lucy snarled at the door, and I inched backward, though. Something inside me seemed to be slowly pulling me toward the door. Fuck that. It wasn't a physical pulling so much as a subconscious need to go back and let them in. Mm-mm. There's this. The mind control. Yeah. I got to my room, covered up the window, locked the door, and sat there in the dim light of the nightlight. I heard her call me back to the door once more, and then quiet. I didn't go back to sleep that night, and I haven't slept right since. I don't blame you. I know from reading about these uh, BEKs, I know from reading about them that BEKs can't just come in without permission. I know they haven't hurt anyone, but I still fear I'll be the exception. When I told my husband, he said it was just a dream. He keeps telling me to forget it, but this lingering feeling of sadness, this dread, when the house is silent at night, this fear of a knock at the door, this tells me otherwise. That was a good one. That was a really good one. That was a one. fucking good one. Wow. Like, uh, I keep getting, like, reoccurring goosebumps on that one. Holy fuck. Okay, my next one is kind of short, but it's it's not sweet either. Um, the black-eyed kids are in British Columbia. Ooh. I live in a big city. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I live in a big city in South BC is what they call it. And it's 11.52 here as I type this. I just got home from the conjuring scary shit, I'm telling you. I was, lur- I was lurking on uh, Creepy and heard a knock on the door. Uh, creepy, like Reddit Creepy. They were on Reddit looking through the uh, topic Creepy. Um, and they heard a knock on the door. I walked over confused because I live alone and I'm a recluse. As I approached the door, I felt pure terror. The feeling you get when you feel like death is imminent or you fe- you're facing your biggest fear. When I opened the door, I was shaking madly. I was staring into the face of a 6'3 teenage girl. This fucker opened the door. You fucking dumbass. Oh, she you was dumb still bitch. four inches shorter than me, but I felt like I was about to faint. I, you opened the door. You wasted no time. She asked if she could. Oh, she asked if she could enter the premises because her mom had left town and she lost her keys. She claimed she needed a couch to sleep on and was cold. I. <laughs> I blinked (laughs) and screamed bloody murder, (laughs) slamming the door in her face. (laughs) I ran to my room and grabbed my revolver. Yeah, yeah, illegal, I know. (laughs) And sat in the recliner facing the door until I dozed off. When I woke up, I looked outside and she was gone. But the word soon was scratched weakly into the door. Bruh, you opened the door. (laughs) You get what you deserve. Uh, Okay. Okay. That was my small one there. I'm reading my my last one to see if it's good. Nope, it is. We mentioned Oklahoma on mine. Did it really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Legit. Okay, so I'm going to read my next one. It's called I Know Where Black Eyed Children Come From. Oh, oh, do tell. Ooh. When I was a kid, my brother and I visited my grandparents in Tahlequah, Oklahoma, every summer. It was a pretty boring town. As the capital of the Cherokee Nation, most recreational activities were related to the culture and history of the Cherokees. The last summer we spent there, I was 11, the age between wanting so badly to be seen as a teenager, but still finding (laughs) enjoyment in brat stalls. My brother was eight and wouldn't settle down unless he had his Nintendo DS. 
I didn't dread visiting my grandparents, like many children do, other than the cultural shock that came from leaving our home in L.A. to the relatively small Oklahoma town. I loved spending time with my grandparents, and so did my brother. They spoiled us with toys and ice cream. On a Thursday afternoon, my little brother and I were playing at the elementary school across the street from my grandparents' house. If you've ever been to Oklahoma, you probably know how quickly the weather can change. It's not uncommon, uncommon for it to snow one day and be in the 70s the next day. This day went from sunny to cloudy extremely quick. It didn't begin raining or lightning, so my brother and I continued to play, but these weren't normal clouds. They looked heavier and thicker. They were almost black. I'm still not sure if the clouds were some sort of warning for what was about to happen or I'm just trying to connect things. A girl, who was probably 9 or 10, showed up at some point. She didn't have her parents with her, but it was fairly safe. It was a fairly safe town and not uncommon for kids to walk around. She introduced herself as Allie. She was brown and blue-eyed, but began enlightening us with old Cherokee ghost tales. Mm-hmm. With uh, Tel- Telqua being a the capital of the Cherokee Nation, many urban legends in other towns are actually true. And I'm going to just call it the... Um, and I, I don't want to murder it. Is it Telequa? Telequa. Telequa, okay. Are actually true in Telequa. Most people's great-great-grandmas really were Cherokees and the old school... And the school playground we were currently playing on really had once been an Indian burial ground. Ah, there you go. Okay. Pet cemetery, baby. She told us one particular grotesque story about the dear lady, who was a heartbroken woman that went insane and cut her legs off and stitched a deer legs on her torso in place. Her final story inspired what we thought would be a fun adventure. She told us a chef's 15-year-old daughter had been brutally murdered by her white husband on their anniversary for flirting with another man. They buried her out of respect, never removed her gravestone when the school was built. Allie told us it would take a bit of maneuvering, but there was a panel that could be removed and we could crawl underneath the school and see the gravestone. We were all in shape, so we began our adventure. To our disappointment, the panel had been screwed shut, and it began to rain. My brother and I decided to go home. How Allie, however, insisted that we had that there had to be another way in. I tried to tell her that her parents would probably be worried, and that it was best for her to go home too. But she was determined to find a way in. My brother and I went into my grandparents' house and changed into some dry clothes, drank Kool-Aid, and watched TV. While my brother and grandparents were watching The Fairly Odd Parents, I noticed I could still see Allie, drenched in rain, trying to find a way underneath the school from the living room window. Eventually, <coughs> she did. I watched her crawl in, but I never saw her crawl out. We sat through an entire episode of The Fairly Odd Parents and half an episode of Drake and Josh, so it had to have been 45 Jesus minutes. Christ. That night, I had trouble sleeping. I told myself she had... She had to have come out of a different way, or maybe she came out when I wasn't looking and finally drifted off. The next morning, I woke up refreshed. I was certain Allie had found a way out. My grandparents took us to the carnival and to Brahms, the local ice cream shop. It was six o'clock in the evening when we got home, and my grandpa began cooking supper. Supper while my er, I'm sorry. It was six o'clock in the evening (laughs) when we got home, and my grandma began cooking supper. Just kidding. You're making me mess this sentence up again. Well, I thought I saw something else. No, you fucking didn't. No, no you fucking didn't. Did I? Or didn't I? You didn't. 
Okay, it was six o'clock in the evening when we got home and my grandma began cooking supper while my grandpa took a nap. My brother and I were kids though and still had lots of energy left. So we went across the street to play some more and our grandma told us she would call us when supper was ready. I told my little, little brother that I had seen Allie go under the school and asked him if he was up for an adventure. He agreed and we went to the panel that I saw Allie loosen. I loosened and crawl. I loosened and crawled underneath the school and my brother followed. Why? 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 The Why? reaming daylight flooded into the basement along with us, providing us with just enough light to see directly in front of us. The ground was cold, wet, dirt, and there were many pipes and old basketballs to crawl around. I immediately spotted eight to eight to ten headstones, though. The first one was directly to the fuck right. Fuck you. I would be fucking the fuck out of there. The first one was directly to the right of my brother and I, but the name was too faded to read. I f was feeling kind of creeped out that Allie had been right and we were crawling over a bunch of dead bodies. I probably would have left, but my brother didn't seem afraid at all and I wanted to seem braver than him, so I crawled to the next stone. This one read, Andrew Cummings, and had a birth date of 1890 and a death date of 1902. There was one to the left of it that read, Allison Cummings. And it had a birth date of 1893 and a death date of 1902 also. This freaked me out even more and made me think of Allie, who had the same name and looked about the same age as the dead girl several feet below me. My, mm. my brother suddenly shouted, look, something in the corner just moved. Nope. Nope. Before I could tell him that we should leave immediately, he shoved me out of the way and began crawling incredibly fast to the corner further from us. Why? Stupid. What is wrong with these people? God, I could clearly see a couple of large figures moving, but couldn't make out much less. They're probably just dogs. Let's go, I told him. But as he crawled, I crawled right behind him, getting closer and closer to the larger figures that began to look more and more like silhouettes of three people sitting against a wall, all with their knees to their chest. When they came into clear view, my brother turned around and crawled underneath me. I held him close to my chest. We were both terrified. The first girl was clearly Allie, except she didn't look as lively as she had looked yesterday. She wasn't smiley, and her hair was stringy. Next to her was a boy who looked close in age to me and had no hair at all. He wasn't smiling either. Then there was a girl who looked more normal than Allie or the boy. Her skin was dark, and her hair was so long it bunched, it bunched up at the ground. She looked like she was about 16, but her facial expression was the scariest. It was one of absolute despair. The scariest part about them all was their eyes. I could see my brother's eyes glowing, but none of their eyes glowed. It didn't even really look like they had eyes, just pits of darkness. Allie smiled and said, thank God you guys came. The other two laughed. I've been trying to reach you about your car's insurance. <laughs> Yeah, well, we're going to be leaving now, I said, trying my hardest to sound casual and not scared. All three laughed, and the other girl spoke up. No, you're not. Her voice had a confidence that mine didn't. Fuck you. I pushed my brother in the direction we came in, and he began quickly crawling away. I heard my grandpa calling for uh, my grandma calling for us and called out for her to help us. All three of them suddenly stopped laughing. Allie suddenly looked scared. She said, leave right now and never tell a soul you saw us. You got lucky. We didn't have to be told twice Ugh. and quickly crawled out. At dinner that night, my brother and I chalked up our silence. You made my butt pucker. Ugh. 
just why they would, made, that made my actual why would you follow just clench why would you follow at, why get closer to it at dinner that night my you brother and i flashlight chalked up our silence to it having been a long day and us being tired we never played at the playground across the street again and rarely talked about the incident and we will sure in the fuck talk ourselves out of some shit won't we Five months after we left, my grandparents were murdered in their own home. A neighbor had said he had seen my grandma let three children into their home the day of their murder. A bald boy, a blonde girl, and a dark-haired girl. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. What? You want to let the dogs out? No, the fuck I do. I'm never leaving this house again, homeboy. (laughs) Oh, <sighs> Cops were never able to find any leads, and the case was eventually closed. I'm done. I have, I have no Check more anyways. Check me out. I'm fucking no done. I told you that this was going to be a fucking great subject. I told you. How am I? I have to re-listen to this episode. Mm-hmm. And and it wasn't... There wasn't too much joking around. I liked, I liked this, this format. This was fun. I did. I liked this format. This was a lot of fun. <clears throat> this is something I think yeah. we should do monthly. Yeah, something we didn't. This is something we normally don't do. No, it's not. And it was actually a lot of fun. But that's those are our claims and stories that we have found for you guys on the Black Eyed Kids. So if you hear a knock late at night, uh, don't fucking answer it. Whoever's out there can just die in the cold. I'm okay? scared. I'm like... And remember, I uh, am scared. <laughs> shoot through your door. Yes. Ask questions later. Look through your people. I don't care if it's Nana trying to get a cup of sugar. Mm-hmm. You shoot through your door. And goes back to rule number one of the safety book: trust your gut. If you have an impending feel of dread and doom, it's probably not a Jehovah Witness wanting to talk to you about our Lord Savior Jesus Christ. Trust your gut, but don't trust a fart because it might be poop. You're not wrong. <laughs> But um, we hope you guys enjoyed this little bit of a lighter yet uh, horrifying episode. <laughs> I don't think we came up with our next subject. We didn't. Do you want to pick that? How about we do Ed Gein? You want to do Ed Gein? Yeah, let's do Gein. Okay. So then... Gein's uh, one of my favorite ones. Yeah. Do you want to lead on that one? Yeah. <gasps> I had a week off. I like it. Okay. I'll still do research. <laughs> okay. So our next episode is going to be on Ed Gein for you guys. Um, make sure... The Butcher of Plainsfield. Oof. I'm excited. He's got he some He made a belt stuff. of nipples. He did. He did have the nipple belt. I yep. forgot about it. And he had a he had a he had a lot of stuff. He did. He had boobs. He, he, a, he did have boobs. He had like a box of boobs. He had a whole chair made out of human skin too. And a lamp. And a lamp. And two well we'll save it. We'll save it. We're getting we're already telling you into our next case. Mm-hmm. Um but we'll have that coming up for you guys. Don't forget to be following us on all the social media. Do you want to try and do our plugs? Um follow us on Facebook at C-O-T-C pod nope. nope. group. Negative. <laughs> <laughs> C-O-T-C group mm-hmm. on Facebook. Also, there's C- or Case of the Creeps podcast on Facebook. Uh, Case of the, at Case of the Creeps on Instagram. Um, our website will be up soon. That's caseofthecreeps.com. Cat <laughs> just rubbed her butthole right in my face. This is really wonderful. Uh, we, have, we also have a tiktok now please mm-hmm. join our tiktok so we may go live on that again because the creepy pastas and shit would be perfect for oh, that. it would be so this perfect format that we just did would be absolutely perfect for that it would be so uh we'll do that. case of the creeps podcast podcast on tiktok uh, you can join our patreon oh yeah our patreon yeah 
which is uh, the important one, like the, not for you, the important one, one. Uh, which is patreon.com forward slash case of the creeps and send in your chili recipes to case of the creeps at gmail.com. Send us your creepy stories. Send yes. us your fan art. Send us pictures of your feet. Leave stuff for us to read guys. Rate, review, subscribe. We want to hear from you guys. We love you so fucking much. Tell me I'm a piece of shit. We, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Poop talk. We yeah. already said. We'll talk I, to you about poop. I talk it's about poop. poop not even on the podcast. It's fine. That's 90% of my talk it's because I'm human. a fucking child. It is. <laughs> but other than that I think that's all for right now we hope you guys again did enjoy this out of the norm type format of us this was honestly this has now become one of my favorite episodes for sure I really liked doing this so um, until next time we hope you creeps keep it creepy I'm Katie and I am going to pee my pants <laughs> <laughs> bye bye <laughs>